Hello, everyone. This is a special episode of the Business Podcast Blueprint Show. We are wrapping up our first season of production and are going to be taking a month-long summer hiatus to make some plans for season two, which I can tell you now is going to be pretty cool. So I thought for this episode, it might be fun to talk about some of the things I've learned over this first sprint of podcasting and then some of the tools and resources that have been particularly useful. So one of the first things I discovered that was a delightful discovery is that interviewing and having conversations with people in this context is actually really, really fun. But, and this is something I'm going to be exploring a lot more in the next half of the year, solo episodes seem to perform a little bit better. And it's not just us. Looking at some of the different shows we produce, and even the way my own listening behavior is for some of the shows that I listen to, solo episodes or co-host episodes are often more popular and get more traction than interview style episodes. So I don't know whether this is because the kinds of shows that we produce or this kind of show that, that we're creating is more about providing direct learning, listening to a lecture on a specific topic, and that's more important than hearing a conversation between people or an interview from one person to another, or if it is something else. But I think that the data is really interesting. Creating a solo episode in a lot of ways is more work than creating an interview. You have to come up with all of the content by yourself rather than having someone to engage with and have a back and forth that can keep the energy going. But it's also that extra work means you get the extra control and the extra input into what you're creating, which, you know, from a repurposing perspective, from a getting your own IP out there perspective can be really, really valuable. You know, it is starting to seem like being able to have that structure and really explore a topic as much as you want or you think is useful for your audience is actually really valuable to the audience and something that they can listen to, learn from, listen to again, share with a friend who can use it. I think there's something to that that I'm, I'm excited to explore more. And just though to talk about the connecting with people through interviews, I knew we were going to do it. I knew I was going to enjoy talking to people, but I didn't realize how much I would enjoy it has been marvelous, just absolutely fantastic to connect with people in this way. So I've been able to get to know people that I've been tangentially connected with for years, reconnect with old colleagues and acquaintances, improve my crowd, the people I'm connected with on social media, because you know, when you have a guest, you connect with them there, you get to know their people. I would not otherwise have done this. So I've always talked about how great a tool podcasting is for networking, but actually seeing how effective it is and how pleasant it is and how meaningful a relationship that starts in this context can be, A++ 10 points would recommend interviewing for growing and nurturing your professional network. Really, really loving that aspect of it. And I'm so excited to continue doing it into season two and hopefully beyond. So those were kind of the big things that I learned doing this. Oh, and I guess the other thing I learned is that it pays to invest in your tech. And I say this grudgingly because it took ages for my business partner, Audra, to convince me that I needed to get a good mic at all. I thought my headset's good enough. It's perfectly fine. It was not. So I got, you know, the very common mic at the time, a Blue Yeti, great mic for the time it was made. Use that. And since, you know, for a lot of the season, I have been unsatisfied with my own audio. I haven't sounded as good as I wanted to. You may notice in this episode, I sound just tonally from an audio perspective, fantastic. And it's because I finally got a much more expensive professional mic. Uh, It's the Shure SM7B. If you're a gearhead, you probably know what that is. And I want to tell you the story of how I got it because this was while we were at PodFest a couple of weeks ago. 
And I had absolutely no thought in my mind that I was going to leave this conference with a new mic. I did not intend to make that purchase just now. But Audra, who was there with me at our booth, wanted to go out and geek out over some of the different tech tables. So she went to the Shure booth. Of course, they had one. She was gone for about half an hour and she came back and she's like, I just want you to come listen to this. You just have to come hear it. So I said, okay. She grabbed me by the hand and dragged me to the Shure booth. And she had me put on a set of headphones and speak into a mic and hear what it said. And it's like, okay, you know what? That sounds good. That sounds better than I sound with, with my Yeti. This is maybe something we should think about. And she's like, okay, but no, no, no. Now listen to this one. And of course, it's the higher end one. I put on the headphones and she and the person who was at the booth, the salesperson, they were in cahoots from minute one. They listened to it and it sounded perfect. It sounded crystal clear, sounded great. I took off the headset and I was like, okay. And she looks at me and she's like, and he's going to give you free shipping to Canada. And I was like, well, okay, I guess in this case, I am going to get the mic. So I did. It arrived a few days later. I got the connector, got it set up, and I'm extremely pleased with it. So if sounding on your podcast very close to how you do in real life is a priority, go ahead and invest in a good mic. Although I do still stand by the fact that a decent mic, something in the $90 to $120 range, when used well in a treated environment, is perfectly acceptable. And in the absence of that, if you can't, there are always podcast studios and a headset can work well in a lot of situations. It very much comes down to your room. And of course, this is something we are happy to help you talk through. If you want to get in touch and talk about your own recording environment, the tech you're using, the treatment you've got in your room, please do reach out. We'd be more than happy to do so. So some of the other tech and tools that we've been using or I've discovered have been particularly useful over this episode. We are recording podcast episodes, uh, the interview with the conversational episodes on riverside.fm. I really like the way they're set up, the way they've got the room. They've got the local recording on both sides, captures great quality sound, captures the video if you want to be using it, and you can download the two tracks instantly on your end. Your guest doesn't have to send or do anything. So big fan of them. I'm not an affiliate for anything I'm mentioning, by the way, so you can click links with free abandon. This is just the stuff that we're using and that I like. For solo episodes, I am using the old reliable standby Audacity. So it's a free download, free audio editing. I record right into it. Uh, Let's make sure the right mics are selected and your levels are pretty good and you are good to go. Fantastic piece of software. As always, we're hosting on Megaphone, which I think I've talked about at length. And the other new piece of software that we've started using for this process is Meet Edgar. It is a social media scheduler. Uh, if you heard our episode a couple of weeks ago, we launched the podcast Social Club, and I have discovered that scheduling social media posts in advance is really handy. It's a really helpful way to get the content out there. All I have to focus about day to day is the engagement because I know that the content I've pre-created is going to go out on the right time. So, you know, great piece of software, that plus Riverside, Audacity, Shure. We use Canva to create graphics. We host on Megaphone and we've started using Notion for project management. That is Jenny Blake's fault. If you listen to her free time podcast, which I highly recommend you do, she talks about how great and customizable and usable Notion is. And she's completely right. It's a great project management system that we've integrated into the whole podcast production area of our business. We track every show that we produce through all of the steps of the process. It's working really, really well for that. And we're starting to organize more areas of the business in it as well. So Notion.so, a great piece of software. If you're one of those people who, like me, requires a lot of customization in your project management, Notion can basically do everything you want except set recurring tasks, which I'm still waiting for with bated breath. So what is the next season going to look like? got to say it's still a little bit up in the air. I'm looking forward to taking a few weeks to just think and reflect on what the next season of this podcast should be. 
It's still going to be weekly and it's still probably going to keep alternating conversations and solo content because I'm really enjoying both and I really see the intense value of both. I don't want to have to pick just one or the other. I'm thinking more about season-long arcs and narrative or perhaps like a little mini-series exploring the different topics that I know are important to the people that we work with. And I've also gotten really interested in the use cases for Static Evergreen podcast. Maybe you heard me talk about that with Alistair McDermott a couple of episodes ago. And I'm even starting to feel the influence of Mr. Tom Fox of the Compliance Podcast Network, who I create podcasts with about nerdy topics like the MCU and Star Trek. He's a really big proponent of the value of a network as a distribution channel. I'm starting to think that might not be a terrible idea for this podcast, for this space, but everything is still very much up in the air. It remains to be seen. And all of this to say, I'm not exactly sure what's going to be coming in the next season, but we will be back. We will be back the first Friday in August, and I'm really looking forward to it. So look out for a first episode uh, then, that first week of August. And in the meantime, please always feel free to reach out to us at onestonecreative.net. That's O-N-E, stonecreative.net, or on Twitter, we're at onestonec, that's O-N-E-S-T-O-N-E-C, and on Instagram at O-S-C Podcasting. Please reach out if you'd like to be a guest on the show or you have ideas for what we can talk about next. We'd love to hear from you. And until then, have a great month, and we'll be back in August. 